Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's Eight Minutes Politics. I'm your host, Jensen Jia. We often ignore huge changes in policy because we could not find a relationship between the new policy and our life. Have you ever wondered how huge the effect a policy could have in our daily life? Our program invites those who have been influenced by policy to share us their experience. And today, our topic is about COVID-19, online class, and international students. July 6 was not a peaceful day for most international students in United States. With President Trump tweeted schools must open in the fall with all words spelled in capital, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement released a shocking new regulation, clarifying that international students attending only online classes in the coming fall will be forced to leave the United States. Numerous students were affected by the policy. Here is a paragraph from New York Times reflecting the seriousness of the new policy. The Trump administration's plan to require in-person classes for international students would affect around 1 million students, according to data from the 2019 Open Doors Report on International Educational Exchange. China sends the highest number of students, with about 370,000 enrolled in American University in 2018 and 2019, followed by India, with just over 200,000 students enrolled that year. The policy has left most international students whose university offers only online classes in an embassy. And for those whose university does offer offline classes, they were left in a dilemma that they can either stay in the United States attending offline classes and exact the high risk of getting contract by COVID-19, or they stay in home attending online classes but not in their home in U.S. Today, we invited Yi Chong Wang, a graduating Chinese student in UC San Diego, to share us his experience with this new policy. Hey Yi Chong, can you first introduce us about yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm an international student from China, and I'm graduating uh, this summer and going to New York City to continue my graduate study. Um, but with the COVID-19, I decided to uh, study, I mean, study online and stay in San Diego. Hmm, it seems that you have planned to take wholly online class. So it must be surprised when you hear this new policy. Yes. Um, when I first heard the uh, heard about the re- new regulation, I thought it was really ridiculous, since I've already actually found a new roommate and a new house in San Diego. Now I have to change my plan. Yeah, I can understand how frustrated you were hearing this news. Can you tell us what did you do? In reaction to this new policy? First, I waited for my 
graduate school for some、uh, declaration or explanation about the policy, and then I discuss with my director about、uh, deferring my offer to next year, either next spring or next fall. And la later, I search for. The air tickets back to China, and I've already decided to go back to China. Thankfully, a combined force from university, state government, and technology company was formed to reject the policy. The force, according to New York Times, includes universities. Led by Harvard and MIT, attorneys general of twenty states, including Massachusetts and California, and companies including Google, Facebook, and Twitter. At the date July fourteenth, the administration agreed to rescind the policy, and allow international students to remain in the country even if they are taking all their courses online. What a surprising news, Ito! So, how do you feel after hearing this news? I said no, man. As a government, you can't publish a policy in the morning and、uh, rescind it in the evening. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I understand your feeling. So, as my last question, can you tell us how did you reacted toward this news? Yeah, I had to change all my new plans, since I also already、uh, canceled my、uh, housing deposit, and I have to find find a new house and new roommates, and also I have to explain to my school about、uh, my new academic plans. International student policy turns out to be a false alarm, but it does reflect how the ignorance of such global pandemic could influence our decision making. It is the very time for us to calm down and think, make the right decision, and save the life of all of us. This is all the contents today. Thank you for hearing this week's Eight Minute Politics. And I'm looking forward to share you more about policy and our life in next week's eight-minute politics. <laughs>